Hey everybody, Greg here. Just wanted to jump in and tell you a little bit about our Patreon. That is patreon.com slash boathouse studios. B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S studios. House spelt the German way. It's what ensures that our podcast remains completely independent and ad-free, and it only costs two glorious American dollars every single month, and for that you get our commentary tracks and whatever else we happen to be working on that month. We try to post at least two episodes per month, and it's really fun. So check it out at patreon.com slash boathouse studios. Anyway, here's the show. Major Bill Cage is an officer who has never seen a day of combat when he is unceremoniously demoted and dropped into combat. Cage is killed within minutes, managing to take an alpha alien down with him. He awakens back at the beginning of the same day and is forced to fight and die again and again as physical contact with the alien has thrown him into a time loop. Welcome to the list off! There's live, die, repeat, colon, edge of tomorrow. It's me, you what? Simpsons podcast that became a Futurama podcast. Yeah, I'll fix it if it's that's right that sound means the podcast has begun that's right and welcome to the list off or two bad neighbors presents that's the right. list off a simpsons podcast that became a futurama podcast that quickly fizzled out and is now a movie Movies. podcast what we're talking about is the thing we should have been talking about from the beginning yeah we which we kind of were yes <laughs> Yeah, fuck the Simpsons. <laughs> and various different tangents. It got uh-huh. real Lynch vibes near the end of uh, Futurama sure there. Did. Just couldn't help but talk about David Lynch. It's a shame he didn't make a movie in the 2010s. That's true. Or did he? <laughs> if you ask Cahiers du Cinema, <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> and it was the best movie of 2017. Is that Twin Peaks of Return? You bet. Yeah. <laughs> Guess we're gonna it's have. Kind of unfair to... when your when your film is uh, what twelve episodes long. Eighteen, 18. but who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> it's eighteen hours. It's an yeah. eighteen hour film, film. <laughs> quote unquote. I will uh, say one of the one of the Twin Peaks of Return episodes does work very well as a standalone. Yeah, eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that could be the best film of 2017 if they want could be yeah yeah just but say that don't no. say the whole thing no 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 you no, don't no, know no, cahier no. du cinema yeah well that's they they love extensively being... covered in my fucking degree so cahier du cinema uh-huh. really yep <laughs> or your thoughts of cahier have you done a lot of writing on no i didn't write about them because they're okay. pretentious assholes but uh okay. it's it's very much in the conversation of film studies because it's basically what a lot of people see as the beginning of film criticism. Right. Of true film criticism. Right. Was uh, Andre Bazin and all those fucks. Who's the other? Roland Bard? He's one, yeah. He's the auteur guy? Uh, I think Bazin was the one who put forth uh, auteur theory first. Okay. But I forget. Well. Already. So. We're talking about one of the uh, great auteurs of film. Doug Lyman. Doug Lyman. <laughs> <laughs> Director of The Born Identity <laughs> and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> and some shitty ones recently, didn't he? 
some I shitty was, ones. I think recently. I was looking at his filmography, and I'm I mean, like, I like I'm American like, Made. I haven't seen that yet. So. Oh, he did the lockdown one though, didn't he? Um, yes, locked down, chaos walking, and then so the those wall. Are the two did he do of. the wall? <clears throat> he did the wall. So three movies that don't exist. Yeah, and then American Made, which. Uh, like exists only because Tom Cruise is in. Yes, but like, it's a Tom Cruise movie, it. therefore it is a thing. Yes, and it's pretty good. Yeah, I want to watch it. Like I've I've been meaning to watch it. But He's I just, just on the verge of being miscast. Oh, interesting. In that movie, interesting. But he kind of pulls it back, and uh, he's kind of in the the mode of Bill Cage in like the first yeah. act of this movie yeah, but yeah. for the whole movie for the whole movie interesting yeah. it's kind of it's kind of fun which is uh perfect casting for uh this movie is Tom Cruise for this role yes and we will talk about it but we have to introduce our guests we have uh, a guest with us today um she's very politely uh declining to speak and <laughs> until being <laughs> until introduced <we> <laughs> hello it's Ali direct everybody it's me your wife <laughs> Like Borat meets Mario. <laughs> yeah, they're from the same place, right? That's true. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Both played by Chris Pratt, uh, famously. Yeah. Let's go, Bob Hoskins. <laughs> it's a me, Mario. Hello, I'm from the Mushroom Kingdom. Actually, he isn't. He's, he's from not. Earth. Yeah, he's from. He's from In that shitty movie. <laughs> he's from New York, I think. Yeah, I think so. He's he's from the Bronx. Hey, it's he's a from me, Brooklyn. Mario. Hey, I'm from hey. Brooklyn over here. I'm walking over here. Hey, I'm a plumber. Hey. I'm just I'm trying to plum. A, I'm slipping on a banana peel oh, over this? here. what's this? A mushroom? I might as well eat it. Oh, Remember I make it so big. <laughs> Jesus. Those are all direct quotes from the Super Mario Brothers movie, the uh, highest grossing film of 2023. What a terrible movie that we have on 4K (laughs) in this house. What? Why do we have it on 4K? Because Braden's a maniac who collects everything. (laughs) What are you talking about? He's he's such a little raven. (laughs) Yeah, he likes shiny things. He likes to collect all of these things. And like when I saw that we had... It just appeared one day. Mm -hmm. uh, He said, almost embarrassed, that like... I just need to have these things. Um, <laughs> and little, it was like a little hoarder. It was honestly one of the m- mo- most endearing moments of him being our roommate. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it's uh, it was really cute. Because he knows the movie's bad. Yeah. I know the movie's bad. We all know the movie's bad. I don't know the movie's bad. I haven't seen the movie. Well, we have it on 4K. So, <laughs> so you can watch it and understand why it's bad. I don't you know if I need to do anytime. that. You don't need to do it. I'd rather watch Mutant Mayhem again. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh god! Hell yeah! Yeah! yeah. Um, Those I, mutants I also... are are going are going ham. <laughs> <It's>... Yeah, <laughs> they are going mayhem. Mayhem. Um, I just want to update because I mm-hmm. wasn't sure, but I uh, did discover that Barbie is now the highest grossing film. Of yeah, I was gonna say oh, surely. I I thought it might. I knew it was probably gonna overtake it eventually, but every time I checked before now, Super Mario was was still number one, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Come on, Barbie, let's go party!" Um, I want that fleece that ryan gosling wears at the end of oh 100 i am so Knuff. badly yeah um we are all Knuff. i yeah barbie's barbie's a, a a great movie that um will in no way break hollywood absolutely not huh <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean when a movie is this seismic mm-hmm. tr- truly i think yeah. the last time a movie was this seismic was the dark knight and it's one. yeah it, well, it's it the like one the dark that- knight iron man one two punch well, like, I, I don't even think Iron Man is that seismic because it needs to grow. It's true. Iron Man's a grower. Dark Knight comes out. Dark Knight's a shower. Fucking 
chode. Just huge chode. And it ruins... Big swinging dick. Yeah. And it ruins the movies. It does. It just... It breaks it's a, the movies. It's a great movie, but Hollywood's... It breaks the Oscars. Hollywood's like, I, I don't know what to do with this. It's uh, like, uh, I guess we it's need to... It's not gonna fit. I, I, I guess we need to, like, fucking have 10 Oscars because... Yeah. The, uh, 10 Academy Award Gallons nominees. Lube. We gotta yeah. lube yeah. it up and just fucking... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Everyone wants to have dark and gritty. They will make Superman an asshole. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, and and Barbie's going to be the exact same because the the records that it's beating are the Dark Knight records. Yeah, and when you go, when we went and see the the Barbie movie, <laughs> people were dressed up. Yeah. it yeah. was a crossover hit, just like Dark Knight. It, the The crossovers <laughs> of Dark Knight and Barbie are crazy. Yeah, and. Hollywood does, that does mean, not know what they're going to do about it. Does that mean that Oppenheimer is Mamma Mia? It is Mamma Mia. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, uh, I'm excited. Yeah, it's cool because <laughs> I'm bored of Dark Knight. Oh, era. me too. It's such a it was such a boring era. I'm much more into the Barbenheimer era. Yeah, because I lived through the Dark Knight era. That's true. Yeah, it was exciting at, at the, the time, time, but it's really we need not to do something else. Anymore. We're, we're ready yeah. for color. Yes, ready for and color. that color yeah. is pink. It sure yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> and I guess orange. <laughs> See, the problem mm. with the Dark Knight era was that <laughs> Mamma Mia was also blue. Mm. Yes. You know, both of those movies were blue. Yes. That's true. Whereas the Barbenheimer era, one of them's orange, mm-hmm. one of them's pink. Mm-hmm. Decidedly not blue. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh-huh. Orange is the opposite of blue. One, yes. Orange is the new black. No, orange is the new blue. Oh, whoops. Yeah. So. So anyway. <laughs> we're talking about live, die, repeat, edge uh, of tomorrow. Yeah. What's the title that you guys prefer? Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow, 100%. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I, I do go back and forth on it. I don't think um, Live, Die, Repeat's a very good title, but it's a more interesting title. Edge of Tomorrow, to me... It's just so vague. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> like if, if you didn't know this movie existed and you were like, this movie is called Edge of Tomorrow, you'd have no idea what it's about, right? Yeah. yeah. Whereas if you're like, this movie... It's called Live, Die, Repeat. You're like, oh, wh- what's going on there? Yeah. Some kind of time loop? <laughs> it's like, oh, you guys want to see Sparkle of the Future? You guys want to see <laughs> the the sound of heartbeats? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like any of the James L. Brooks movies, right? Like, not any of them, but like like uh, more recent ones. How do you know? Right? Oh, Yeah. Um, what's that? What's the other one? There's like, oh, I mean, like there's the Nancy Myers. The ones. Nancy Myers ones are something's good too. Gotta it's give. complicated. Something's got to give. It's like you could put that on any movie. Uh huh. Like it's complicated. Works for any film. Oppenheimer colon. It's complicated. It's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Barbie colon. Something's com- got to give. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. Um, but we yeah. love subtitles here at the. Pod. We do. We do mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, is this podcast going to be subtitled? Yeah. Sweet. It's TBN presents the list off. Yeah. Colon edge of tomorrow. <laughs> no, I meant with subtitles. Oh, yeah. Cl- closed captions. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. You're going to get closed captions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Described audio. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that just a podcast? Huh? No. I guess you'd have to have Greg shrugged just yeah. then. Yeah. Greg Wilson sits in an office chair in a red hoodie and a disgruntled look on his face. This is purple. 
It's cranberry. It's purple. It's cranberry. How is this cranberry? Uh, I don't want to get involved. I've been living my life <laughs> thinking this was purple because it's regal. <laughs> I feel like this hoodie is my king's robe. <laughs> you look very regal. Thank you. That's all I wanted to know. All right. Um, Edge of Tomorrow. So I repeat? The, the question was that I wanted to ask yeah, was, yeah. which title do you prefer? I, obviously, there's Live, Die, Repeat. There's Edge of Tomorrow. There's Live, Die, Repeat, colon, Edge, Edge of, of Tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. And then there was the other one, All You Need is Kill. Which is the novel it's based on. <laughs> which is the novel, it, which is the manga it's based manga, on. Yeah, yeah. Which is garbage. Yeah, that's That a bad title thing. stinks. Yeah, I still don't get it. Uh, why, do, why do All I Need is Kill? Is it, okay, is it, in Japan, is the title "All You Need Is Kill," or is it the Japanese Characters? translation of "All You Need Is Kill"? Mm. That's a good question. Great question. I have no idea. <laughs> We're gonna look that up. Great, uh, because clearly the I, I don't I don't know anything about the about the omnibus or manga mm-hmm. that um, "All You Need Is Kill." Uh, comes in. I don't know about that I read a story. synopsis. I can, okay, yeah, uh, let, I let, can us... up to, like, let you know a little because I think it is interesting how much they change from the manga. Yeah, I'd love to know. Um, so for one thing, um, well, first of all, let's let's uh, let's make sure we get all the uh, uh, logistics out of the way. Yes. This is number 48 on the list. It is Edge of Tomorrow from 2014. It had 41 points. It was on three of 20 lists. Uh, the highest placement was number seven for Miss Ellie Direct. Um but yes, uh, so the manga, the it's, there's kind of, th- I want to say like at least three main changes. The biggest one is um, the dude and the girl are both in the time loop at the same time. Mm. Okay. So they're both experiencing it together. Um, versus in the movie, obviously, she used to have it and now mm-hmm. he does, right? <laughs> and then she's like, I have to train you. Um, the ending's wildly different. Um, the ending is basically they discover that because they have the uh, mimics blood in them or whatever, like they basically need to be killed as well, or like mm. one of the two of them need to be killed in order for the time loop to stop or something. Mm-hmm. And so they have like a battle against each other at the end. Mm. <clears throat> and then um, uh, I can't remember how it actually ends. I think that, oh yeah, he does end up killing the girl. Mm. Um, and then like, wears blue armor or something in in her spirit there's something about she wore blue and then now he's got blue armor because he's like in memory but they like have a romance and yeah he take... had just seen the dark knight so. right that's right <laughs> and does it take place in japan uh i think so yeah pretty sure okay but let me double check that well and what's the title yeah in well again i don't know that for this movie but the manga is all you need is kill but is it is that is it named All You Need Is Kill in Japan or is it a Japanese title that translates uh, to let's All see. You Need Is Kill? There's a little titled as is in Japanese. Is the little citation that it says here. Here's the cover. So I don't know if that's the And this oh so so the title is All You Need Is Kill in English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Japan, which I think is cooler. Like it's not a, it's not given Japanese uh, characters. No. Oh, it just is. Oh, the title is "All You Need Is Kill." That's interesting. Um, yeah, I think that's a. I think that's a bad title for this movie. Yeah, it's a bad title for the movie, but it's a cooler yeah. title than. And I also think it's really, really smart to uh, 
set it in an analogous World War II setting from mm. the European theater, obviously mm-hmm. you're going to do that. Um, I mean, not obvious because they made Ghost in a Shell with Scarlett Johansson, but um, mm-hmm. obvious that you're going to do that with this movie because you can do that. Like the... Um, there's a there was a Japanese front in World War Two, but there mm-hmm. was also a European front in World War Two. And this movie is uh, sets up the uh, sets up the French invasion as just a complete mirror of D Day. Yeah, that's exactly what that's exactly what they're going for, and it works. It just works, and the uh, changing of the uh, of of having both of them going through it at the same time is also smart because you are able to set this um, uh, teacher-mentor, teacher-mentee relationship mm-hmm. into, mo- into motion that really works in, well, movies. It also allows the, um, uh, the, the concept of, like, you can lose this ability. Yes. In, in, right? Like, it's like, and it has to do with the blood. Like, she's mm-hmm. basically like, I had my blood, or, like, new blood transfused into me, and therefore I lost the power. And so... I mean, that ties in later when it happens to him as well, but it also just sets that up as like a possibility, which, you know, a a problem with time loop kind of movies, whatever, is the stakes can be lessened because, you know, it'll just reset. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's a couple smart things this movie does, and it has that aspect. It has the aspect of um, if you get injured, like it won't reset until you actually die. Yeah. So that's why she has to like shoot him so much and that kind of thing. Right. And that pays off like a slot machine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, the, the moment where he realizes he doesn't have it anymore. And then it's like, well now the movie's like, it's got the stakes back. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like, does the entire world stop existing and go back in time when he dies or are there multiple? That was my understanding is that, is that, everything resets so everyone mm-hmm, mm-hmm, just goes mm-hmm, back mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and then it's just the people with the power that can remember the previous mm-hmm. and that's why the the creatures all have that ability mm-hmm, right mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. why it's like we're losing this war like it's they seem to know where we're we're gonna hit them you know and it's like because they keep resetting mm-hmm. and um yeah i i like never Prince thought of it persia <laughs> yeah exactly i never thought it went into multiple universes uh like concepts no but... they don't bother with that that's the that's one of the great things about uh, the good uh, about these time loop movies is that a lot of the time they just hand wave that shit away. Yeah. Where you're just like, okay, the whole Don't idea, the whole idea is the that's the, not what this movie is about. The yeah. mimics, the mimics are alpha, are are like they have drones and they have alphas. Alphas when they die, the main omega resets the day. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, but you didn't actually explain how it works. Shut no, up. It doesn't matter. Shut up. That, shut, are you hey, here to watch the movie or not? <laughs> Yeah, and so like and like Tom Cruise killed uh killed a mimic alpha. Blood got into his skull. He becomes essentially an alpha. Yeah, and now he has the power, and the Omega is trying to find him. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's that's it. Uh, Shut up. (laughs) Let's move on. Think about it. Yeah. Uh, this is more like because it's a sci-fi film, sci-fi actioner. This is more information than we're ever given in the great time loop movie Groundhog Day. Sure. Which mm-hmm. um which kind of goes like it's the great one because it's antithetical to everything you just said. Like the stakes in that movie aren't how is he going to lose it or like will he lose it? It's is he stuck? Yeah. 
The stakes are... Is he trapped forever? He's yeah. trapped forever. This is purgatory. And what do, yeah, and what does that mean for a person's <laughs> life if you yeah. literally cannot escape the same day over and over? And he goes through the, you know, the different, like, initially, like, this sucks, let me out. And then, like, well, I'll use the time that I have to learn a bunch of shit and, yeah. like, become a better, and then eventually I'll become a better person and, like, help people. And then I'll, you know, weirdly, like, learn how to woo this woman. <laughs> the weirdest part of that movie. The right way. <laughs> well, yeah. Without actually doing it. Because, <laughs> turns out, it's not the weird part. It's not the weird part of the movie. He just goes about it the wrong way for the entire movie. And the whole thing is, she'll like you yeah. if you're a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And you're just not. Yet. And that's like ostensibly yeah. how he breaks out of the time loop, right? Even though it's not text, it's like when he does a basically a perfectly good person day yeah he's a he good... wakes up the next day and he's like i'm out and he's like I'm that's out. great yeah and there's no explanation we don't need it no yeah. no and this movie gives you just enough yeah. explanation for the movie to happen so this was ranked number seven yeah on your list uh-huh do you remember your list no great um <laughs> i could look it up yeah yeah i have it somewhere too okay just give me a second vamp okay oh you're gonna go okay <laughs> Right, 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 right. Oh boy, um, the IMDb plot description for this movie. Yeah, is, hit me up. <laughs> a soldier fighting aliens gets to relive the same day over and over again. The day restarting every time he dies. There you go. That's a great synopsis. That's pretty good. Uh, good work, IMDb. You've done it again. I wonder if this is my f- favorite Emily Blunt performance. Ooh, that's a great question. Because we talk Cruise. No spoilers. Some some might say too much. But we talk Cruz a lot. <laughs> um, and Emily Blunt in this movie is such a force. She's so good. She's very good. And, and she's hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's hot. Of course. All um, right, I got my list. Okay. okay. Do you want me to read it? No. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. Because we don't want to okay, spoil... Okay. I'd just uh, love to hear the like a movie perhaps like before this and and below this. So Edge of Tomorrow is in between yeah. The Conjuring and Pacific Rim. Okay. Guess which one is higher? I think Pacific. it's Pacific Rim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a movie banana, we a movie we are might never going to talk about. Talk about. We're never going to talk about. No, what are you not. talking about? <laughs> Why no wouldn't... spoilers for the list. No spoilers, no spoilers for the list. That's why we have to be vague. Yeah, we're never going to talk about it. <laughs> and we and we have to say that about every movie that comes up now because, <laughs> like, we need to be clear: we aren't going to spoil if we're talking about that one or not. Lincoln, a movie we'll never talk about on absolutely this list. not. See, now you don't know. Now you don't know. Is Lincoln on there? I don't know. Who knows? Might be. Mm-hmm. It's a great film. It's got a pretty uh, commanding performance. Mm-hmm. Two. Well, three. Oh, <laughs> I love Lincoln. I think that's a great film. Sorry, I, know, I, know I fell do. asleep for a second. Yeah. <laughs> that is how I feel about Lincoln as well. All right. I um, tried watching The Little Drubber Girl uh-huh. the other day. Uh, yeah. And I was sleeping pilled by that. Oh, really? Movie. I thought it was great. Yeah. I well, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the colors. Yeah. I enjoyed the b- performances, but yeah. I just found it like a warm blanket. 
Ah, uh, yeah, like Tinker Tailor <laughs> it was, it Soldier's was exactly Spy. That. It was exactly uh, that. The John Le Carre uh, effect. George Smiley. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, mm. but I once tried to watch Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy three times in a row and fell asleep every time. Wow. So you only got to the Tinker, the Tailor, and the Soldier. You didn't I the didn't spy. even get past Tinker. It was like, Ting. <laughs> <laughs> I was sick at the time, and I was like, I'm just going to lie on the couch and watch <laughs> movies all day. And I watched movie all day. Um, I think Emily Blunt's very good in Oppenheimer, speaking of. She is. It's a tough role. Yeah. That's a that's a tough role that she does very she well. She plays the uh Dave uh the David. The David Nolan yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> The David Nolan wife character. Yeah. You know, we all know who David Nolan is. Yeah. She does play the Christopher Nolan wife character. She's yeah. able to uh, elevate it. She is. Um that isn't to say that it's not <laughs> a rough role. Because uh, it is. Yeah. And of um, course, she's amazing Mary in a quiet Poppins, place. Quiet place. Uh, Devil Wears Prada. Hello. That's that's a that's a good one. She's but she's like she's a minor character. The third best role. Fourth. That's like her I, first I almost, movie role. I almost that's forgot crazy. Tucci. Mm. Oh, Touch of the Tucci. Tucci's wonderful. Yes. Um, um yeah, I don't really know her uh oeuvre that well. Um Oh yeah, she's in Looper as well. That's another time loop. She's uh, fantastic in Looper. I like yeah, she's really good in Looper. Yeah. Um, um. Oh, what about Wild Mountain Time? Your favorite? Yeah. Film? Holy Obviously. shit, guys! I gotta tell you a little something about Blunt in Wild Mountain Time. Exceptional. <laughs> she's so good in that movie. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I've talked to you about it since I've seen it. Uh, You've seen it. (laughs) Oh, what'd you think? It's the weirdest movie I've ever seen in my life. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? (laughs) It's an Irish fable. Yeah. He thinks he's a honeybee. He doesn't actually think he's a honeybee. It's Mm. a metaphor. Mm. It's a metaphor for caring for the land. It seemed pretty, pretty much he does think he's a honeybee. It's based on a play. All right. It's based on a play. So what are you going to do? What <laughs> make the metaphor more clear? It's if that's true, I'm sorry. I'm just saying I watched it. I was searching for like, wait, he doesn't mean that literally, does he? Doesn't. He doesn't. And but then he keeps saying it and I'm like, wait, does he mean it literally? No, he's it's impossible. He's a he, it's impossible for him to articulate what he really really feels. Okay. Right? And sure, he probably thought he was a honeybee for a moment there when he was a kid. He felt drawn to them. It's very he, funny. He enjoyed them. The thing was, he never felt like he was able to make a connection with anybody. Mm. Until but honeybees make connections with the whole hive. Well, that's the thing. Like he was, mm. he was like a honeybee without a hive. Aww. Right. And so, does does he think that she's a bee? No. She think he <laughs> thinks she's a no. Wasn't it a swan? She no. thinks she's a swan. She thinks yeah. she's a swan. Oh, sorry. He thinks she's a beautiful flower. Okay. Oh. And he wants to fuck it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like a honeybee does. But yeah. he's too afraid. Aw. He's too afraid to do so. It's beautiful. All right. It's I think a, it's weird. It's but a, that's I It love, is weird. I love that you that you both loved it so much. I just remember hearing so much about it when you guys first watched it. And then one day I was like, you know, I'll, I'll sit down and watch this. Why did and you I watch was, it without us? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, why'd you watch it without us? <laughs> I was at work. We're the only you were at work. Okay. I'm sorry. It's like the time I lent Greg six string samurai and he watched it alone <laughs> on a laptop. Yeah, that's garbage. <laughs> You don't do that. What are you talking about? I, okay, to be, to my credit, I didn't know this was one I had to watch with you guys. You never said that. You so. won't like it if you don't watch <laughs> it with us. Yeah. <laughs> we should do a commentary of Wild Mountain Time. Oh my gosh. We should. Oh my gosh. We should. I need more people to like this movie. <laughs> yeah, man. John Patrick did, They did a how, how Did This Get Made on it. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Did you listen to it? Yes, I did. Did you get infuriated? I was so mad. <laughs> They Ugh. didn't get it at all. Look, man, I mean, think about... Think That's it. kind of their thing, though. Like, that, like yeah. you know, like, you can't expect them to... I mean, like, Manzoukas gets by on incredulousness alone, and it's very funny. It's like, yeah, like, they can't be like, no, it, like, come on, it's a beautiful thing. Fa- like, their audience expects yeah. them to, you They know, did it live, too. Yeah, to, so to, to, you, goof, like, to goof on it. So, what am I going to do? Yeah. But, like, if you look at Moonstruck, yeah. it, the whole thing is, like, Cher is, like, you're a wolf. You're a wolf. Like, it's... Right. But nobody's like, she doesn't actually think that he's a wolf, does she? That's that's so weird. That's so that's so dumb and weird. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, the guy. The way it's presented. I'm sorry. The way it's presented in Wild Mountain Time is not as clear that it's like it's, it's presented very strangely. You in, have to admit it. It is. It is. But it's also set up as a fable that is being told. I did not buy a I dead not, man. I did not catch that at all. It's, it's, the the it's the whole start of the movie with yeah, someone's narrating. I don't know. It's Walken, a fable, though. When Christopher Walken is narrating, it's like if they say in Ireland, if a man dies in the middle of telling a story, you could bet you he'll be back. And okay. he's telling you a story. I don't know he's what that means. Telling you a story, and then he I still don't. Then he comes back, and they all sing "Wild Mountain Time" together at the bar, and it's really it's beautiful. Really beautiful. <laughs> That's a nice song. It's a great song. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that part. Yeah. That's why we picked it as our first dance. Yeah. That's exactly why we picked it as our first dance. <laughs> it's cute. That we got a friend of the show, Catherine Smith, to sing mm-hmm. a beautiful mm-hmm. rendition of. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, everyone, check out Wild Mountain Time and write in. A great film. Watch it with someone you love. <laughs> Don't watch it at work. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Looking over your shoulder to see if the boss man cometh. No. They don't give a shit. That's that's a nice place you work. Well, not that's anymore. how you watch Wedding Crashers, you monster. Oh, that's true. I will never watch that yeah. movie again. <laughs> Why not? It sucks. Well, it's got a pretty great Christopher Walken performance in it. Is that, is that why? <laughs> is that why the comparison? Yes, uh, probably. Just Christopher Walken movies? Yeah. That's right, Todd. You tell that mean ocean. <laughs> What's that one? That's from Running Crushers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Edge of Tomorrow. Emily Blunt, Emily in, Blunt. in Wild Mountain Time is fantastic. When uh, she talks to the horse. Yeah. Oh, blister. <laughs> when he says things like that. Oh, <laughs> uh, she's great. <laughs> she's great. Um I think Wild Mountain Time is a fantastic performance. Uh, we didn't uh, mention uh, Huntsman, The Winter's War, oh. which she is also in. Who's she in that? She's uh, Queen Freya 
obviously. Sure. Mm-hmm. The Ice Queen. Yeah, okay. Because um, it's actually Chastain who's the, like, the Huntsman's friend in that one. Is this the sequel to Snow White and the Huntsman? It is, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Wasn't but we, Charlize Theron the she she's the, the she's queen. the witch, yeah she's the evil queen in the original in one. the first one yeah yeah With but like Kristen Stewart yeah, yeah but Blunt is the is the evil queen's sister another evil queen mm. is she in the first one as well she's then? not no. okay so this is like okay gotcha yeah. Yeah. Huntsman Winter's War is why a good, don't you just name movie. it a different movie like why well because <laughs> Hemsworth is in it he's oh the and he, he can't be in. <laughs> Two different movies. Well, he's the Huntsman. <laughs> okay. They were really wanting this Huntsman yeah. franchise sure. yeah. to take Stop off. trying to make the Huntsman happen, you guys. <laughs> That's really what the movie feels like. Yeah. yeah. You're just like, but isn't Chastain playing the princess from Brave? And you're like, no. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, but we have to, after this movie, she yeah. does. Um, Mary Poppins. She does. Well, immediately after this movie, she does Into the Woods. Oh you yeah, she's of course the baker's wife, the and only good, the, the only truly great character in that movie. You don't like the witch? I like the witch. The witches. What about James Corden? Boy, oh, remember boy. how he's in that? Yeah, <laughs> I know how he's in that. He's the baker. He's the baker. He's his, he's her wife. Yeah, he's, I mean, yeah, you know what I mean. He's a garbage man. Um, he's <laughs> he's a garbage man, and we hate him. But 2015 is when I'm like, oh my god, is Emily Blunt my favorite? Because she does Sicario. Mm. Oh yeah, I'll take a hit of that Blunt. Yeah, hey. it, it is. <laughs> It, it, in a in a performance that is fantastic. Oh, it's so good. Um, it is <laughs> in a movie that is filled with incredible performances. Hers is the best. Yeah, which is wild because it might be Benicio del Toro's best performance. It's uh, it's in the conversation. Yeah, I mean it's that traffic. Traffic. Yeah, like he's really great in traffic, but he's also Usual Suspects. He's pretty good. He's great in Usual Suspects in a in a performance that is. Not big enough. Yeah, that's like true. it's yeah. a, he, he's not around long he's, enough. Yeah, he's, Fenster he's is, a, is out of the situation. He's a minor character. But Dune, wait, Dune, wait. Benicio's not in Dune. Who who's Stilgar? St- oh, that's Javier Bardem. Whoopsies. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> who's Benicio del Toro? <laughs> he's the he's the Sicario in Sicario. Huh. Uh huh. Benicio, he's. Yeah, what what are some other iconic Benicios? Because like, he's done a lot. Yeah, he's done a lot. He's an Academy Award winning. Which one's actor. in Eat, Pray, Love? Javier I think that's Javier. Oopsie poopsie. <laughs> <laughs> well, Javier Bardem is also an Academy Award winning actor for that's, Best Supporting Actor. That's true. Oh, I know him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A great actor. He doesn't look Benicio. like Javier Bardem at all. No, he does not. No. Um, I like Benicio a lot. Yeah. Um, but it, Sicario is it's the movie kind of... that really makes me um be like full on in Blunt's corner. Yes. Um. Then there's uh, like she does she does Huntsman Winter's War, which I do actually watch and I don't mind. I didn't watch Girl on the Train. I didn't watch her voice roles. Then she does. You watched Wind Rises. Yes, I watched I watched Wind, Wind Rises, but she doesn't really um, like make an impression mm. in that movie. None of the voice actors. I was gonna say usually really the do. English voice actors are not yeah. very memorable in Miyazaki films. Yeah, I mean, like I, I know that it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt in that movie mm-hmm. because it's John Krasinski, the most boring yeah. Gordon-Levitt <laughs> performance that he's ever done. Mm-hmm. 
but it doesn't ruin the movie because it's amazing and Miyazaki's coming out with a new movie called The Boy and the Heron uh, and it's coming out this year and uh, apparently it's devastating and it it looks like he wrote it for his children yeah like he was like I he's like I realize for his grandchildren yeah Yeah. he's like I realize I'm gonna die soon so I want to like (laughs) impart something on my children because I've ignored them their whole lives by making movies so he, so he continued so to ignore yeah. him. Yeah, so ignore he's like, I'm going to come out of retirement <laughs> and the, make one final movie so they know how much I care about them. It's like, it, well, you could just tell them. Yeah. It's Spend the, time with them, my dude. It's yeah. the tragedy that is imparted by a lot of artists yeah. and creators yep. and that they are only able to. He is a very like real-time version of this as a person who is only really able to communicate with the people he loves through the things he creates. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what the movie Steve Jobs is about. Mm. A great movie. A great film. Uh, whether or not that's actually the person Steve Jobs was or what Aaron Sorkin was sorting out <laughs> between him and his daughter is another thing entirely. But I, I would I would argue that it is the Sorkin thing because he made three movies about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Boy in the Heron used to be titled How Do You Live? Yeah. How do you live without, without Grandpa? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you only through a film I create. It's a fantasy. It is. And apparently it's wild. Cool. So I'm, I'm really excited. excited. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. I'm gonna see it in theaters. <sighs> Might have to go all the way to Chinook for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Because uh, they'll never... Uh, well, if the if the strike keeps going... Yeah. It might be like the only new thing. Yeah. So True. it might play wide, Hell super yeah. wide. Yeah. Highest grossing movie of the year. Yeah, let's do it. Let's make it happen. Let's the Boy and the Heron. Yeah. <laughs> Two billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's star for entertainment. Yeah. Um, Did you yeah. see that uh, Top Gun Mavericks back in theaters to no. get us back on track a little That's, bit? That sounds great. Yeah. I want to go see it. <laughs> yeah. I will see it again in theaters. It's on Rotten Tomatoes just being like, back in theaters. It's like, <laughs> yeah, let's go yeah, see Maverick. Do it. Let's go see Maverick fight the enemy. Not mm. the Russians, mm. just the enemy. the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> don't see their faces. Yeah, we don't. Um, let's talk more about this movie. I think yes. we've um, gone over a little bit of uh, Blunt. I, I get a little bit more bummed on Blunt after she does Mary Poppins. Yeah, I never saw it. Just because she kind of stops doing really interesting things. Well, yeah, she's She's, got Disney money. I was going to say, yeah, she's in the Disney pocket now. Yeah, after Mary Poppins, she does... um, Quiet Place Part 2. Wild Mountain Time and Quiet Place Part 2. Quiet Place Part 2 is fine. I I haven't seen either of those. Oh, really? She's good in it. They're good. But then she goes on a cruise. The Jungle Cruise. Our Jungle Cruise. Yes. A bad movie. Not a Tom Cruise. Haven't seen it. A Jungle Cruise. Um, Why didn't they get Tom Cruise in Jungle Cruise? That would have been good. And then she's just she's, afford him. <laughs> she's she's kind of slowing down these days. Yeah, it's true. Um, Is she doing TV shit? Oh God, Is she on some fucking Apple TV Plus show that I've I never think heard so. of with Harrison Ford or Chris something. Evans. Chris Evans. No, you're thinking of defending Jacob. Was that? And that is not Emily Blunt. That is a different. That's Michelle Dockery, a different English act- actress who uh, performed in a. British miniseries. Uh, oopsies. <laughs> uh, and she's not doing 
uh, TV. She's staying okay. away from that. She is a movie star, first and foremost. Yeah. Good for her. What's her upcoming projects? You know, uh, maybe Pain she... Hustlers. What? The Fall Guy. Ah. And a movie called If. Okay. Which is a voice role. Uh, Those all sound weird. I mean, she's kind of cruising off of her supporting role in a little film called Oppenheimer. That's true. Highest grossing R-rated movie of all time. <laughs> Ever heard of it? <laughs> but also, like, maybe she doesn't want to have the Miyazaki syndrome and wants to spend time... With her family, with her family. And enjoy yeah. her life. She's got go. she's got kids and a hot husband. So yeah, who's her husband? Uh, John Krasinski. A little guy named John Krasinski. I hate him. <laughs> you hate him? <laughs> I do. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's he he's is. A he's turd. really into cops I, <laughs> and CIA propaganda. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan. Um, and I'm I, sure he's I, I have a hard time rewatching. Yeah. I have a hard time rewatching The Office now because I already hated Jim as a character, and mm. now I don't like John Krasinski as a human. Mm. Mm. Um, anyway, that's it. Okay, great, <laughs> great. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. I think he uh, is excellent in this movie. That's true. I do too. Uh, this is one of his. Um, I think it might be his best performance of this decade. It's very possible. Yes. I just love, again, I, I hinted at this at the beginning, but the way they use him as a movie star, mm. like the way they put forth this idea of, we know Tom Cruise as great action star, mm-hmm. you know, running, suave, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, he's none of those things. He's a weaselly little corporate stooge. Yeah, it's great. And then he's like... <laughs> unceremoniously thrown into combat ostensibly to kill him right like yep. they're yeah. just like we want you to die <laughs> so they uh-huh. force him to put on this mech suit and throw him into the fray of this alien war where he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing and he dies immediately <laughs> immediately yeah, yeah. well he, he makes it onto the beach he does make it on the beach yes. some of the some of them explode in the plane yep. yeah uh, on the way there um and some get squished as soon as they land on the beach. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. does last a bit longer than they expected mm-hmm. by sheer luck, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then what's what works as well, obviously, is the fact that then he gets stuck in this loop and trains and gets good, We get as to they watch say. him become Tom Cruise. Exactly. And then by the end of the movie, he's, he's a Tom Cruise action star. And, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I like this still. Hell yeah. <laughs> Because he needs, you need a guy who can take you through the whole phase yeah. of it. Because yeah. uh, he's good at this. He's good. He's done this before. Yeah. Uh, he's he's good at being a little weasel. Yeah. When he wants to be, like <laughs> yeah. it's it, it was part of his it was part of his toolbox. Yeah. In the nineties. Yep. I would argue the the eighties really is when he's he's doing that. Like he he kind of has to dig all the way back to the outsiders. Yeah, to mm. really to really access this, but it's there. Yeah, right. And he does it in Jerry Maguire, but it's a lot more desperation. Yes, in Jerry Maguire, and Eyes Wide Shut is much more frustration, mm-hmm. um, sexual frustration, sexual yeah. frustration, yes. sexually. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. he just can't get laid, even though everyone wants. Everyone to fuck wants him. to. Everyone yeah. wants to fuck him, and he's yeah. like, he just doesn't have. He doesn't have the time. Just yeah, it's just like I can't, I can't. I, I don't know. I really gotta. I'm, I want to go check out this orgy thing. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, grass is always greener, Tom. Yeah. 
Fidelio. What do you want from me? <laughs> Stanley, what do you want? Oh, that movie's so good. Great film. Um, Great film I watch it every Christmas. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, lo- I love that they also, like, this is a kind of a bleak, like, there's a lot of bleakness to this movie. Oh, yeah. But they, like, inject it with kind of like a, like a humor. The humor yeah. comes from Cruise. Totally. Yeah. It's like every, so, uh, what's the, what's, uh, not Resident Evil, Mission Impossible 5, like, after, it, it's like the first third of this movie is Tom Cruise after he's been brought back. Uh, oh, like when he's uh, when he dies briefly. When he dies, and oh, and then, yeah, yeah, and yeah. So it's like, or he's like <laughs> slipping over and yeah. falling, and yeah, yeah. And so like that's very funny. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> well, and so uh, his little screams, oh, yeah. that they put in, <laughs> and uh, his oh shit, yeah, oh, I love. Like they're wonderfully they're wonderful ADR choices. Yeah, yes. To throw in there, and of course Paxton. Paxton's great. Paxton's the other real comic relief. Yeah. And the like the the squad. Yeah. You, you J get squad. You get J squad in there and they're like they they all of them have moments. Yeah. Which is a kind of a key uh tool in this one. Um but Paxton and Cruz are actually like big old comic foils mm-hmm. in in the whole movie up until we get to our final act where things become a little bit more deadly serious, and I am not a huge fan of the final act of this movie. I, I agree. I think in it, the, it loses. Yeah. yeah, it loses some of its luster and goes on a bit too long. Like it, it should have wrapped up a bit quicker. I think that. Oh, I thought it was really fun. They got the they got the J Squad together. They did get the J Squad together. Um, yeah, they 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 get the J Squad together. They all die immediately. Uh huh. Yeah. In a way that's. Kind of funny, but also kind of like, why did you bring them? Yeah, what what did this do? Yeah. <laughs> what what did anyone have to do with this? Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Um that being said, the the ending ending of this movie, fucking perfect. I I've been mixed on the ending ending. Um I think it is it is good. Like I, I think this watch I was like, yeah, I think this is the right choice for this movie. Um but I do remember feeling a bit cheated. With the concept of it just all resets, like you did it and now we win. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like I did want to feel a bit more of like the like he had to kind of sacrifice for the good of humanity. I don't know. There was something, but I'm sure that was like he sacrificed his relationship with Emily Blunt. But did he? Because <laughs> I don't think she's he still did. there. He comes to see and her. He, he smiles. He's a major. He's a major now. Yeah. So he can actually just go up to her and talk to her. Yeah. Without being like, and now he's learned. Mm-hmm. He gets it all. Because, and the thing is, the reason why it's perfect is he gets it all and we want him to. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, if he didn't, I was thinking about it. Yeah. And I'd be like, ah, yeah, it's a good ending. But, like, I want to see him win at this point. I want to see him make it through, and I want to see every. I want to see my friends happy, yeah. and it's it's a great movie at the end of the day, despite a uh, kind of a loose and um, a little bit uh, flimsy third act. It's a great movie at the end of the day because he smiles at the end. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. And he's like, 
cut to credits directed by Doug Lyman, in extreme ways by Moby plays. I was going to say, what a strange song <laughs> choice for the end credits. <laughs> it's not extreme ways by Moby, no. but it might as well be. Yeah, I don't know because what Because that's what every Jason Bourne movie ends with. <laughs> And Doug Lyman set that precedent, and he he does that at the end of all of his movies. They all have the fucking copper plate gothic oh, yeah. font. Mm. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I feel I feel like the maybe the weirdest bit of the ending is that it goes back even further. Like yes, the, the loop right like goes yeah. back mm. to him arriving on the helicopter, mm-hmm, which I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, like obviously I don't care about like. I'm not. I'm not being like, oh, like what are the rules with the time? You know, like I don't give a shit about that. Mm-hmm. But I just think like it would be cleaner if he still woke up the same place. You you know, on your feet, maggot. Like that. That bit still happened. But instead of saying on your feet, maggot, maybe it's just like, sir, are you okay? Or, you know, like something. And so it's clear it's different. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't know. It just it felt a little off because he still goes and sees her, which I seemingly in the same moment that he always did, right? Mm-hmm. Where she's like doing her push-ups in the mm-hmm. training mm-hmm. zone. Um. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm very up and down on the on the ending. Apparently, they didn't have an ending when they started shooting. It really feels that yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I was gonna say too, like Christopher McQuarrie uh, came in and did a wrote bunch, an ending. Basically, wrote the mm. night. I think like they said, like sixty percent of the movie. Thanks, McHugh. <laughs> like he threw out so much of the of the script, and like, mm. and he's the one who injected a lot of the humor into the into the. Uh, script as well because he's he tr- basically like Tom it should be trusts him exactly yeah. but he's he like it should be two a... people <laughs> in his whole life and one of them's doug lyman the other one's tom cruise <laughs> the other one is christopher mcquarrie he <laughs> might only trust christopher mcquarrie yeah and that's why yeah he trusts that doug lyman and joe kaczynski will do what McHugh says yeah yeah <laughs> um but no he like i think it was actually it was cruise went to Macquarie and was like, the movie needs to be funnier. <laughs> like, there needs, it needs to be more like a Wiley e. Coyote yeah. kind of situation. That was his... I think Otherwise, it's just dour. That's yeah. the thing, yeah. It's it it could be a, so fucking it's so bleak. bleak, yeah. Like, the concept, it, you know. Yep. <laughs> the, the scenes were, like, the death montage. Yeah. Great. A, Love it. A, a straight lift from Groundhog Day. Yeah. into this movie but like let's reskin it in this way yeah. just him running across the beach and getting hit by a jeep is so <laughs> funny <laughs> or when he like is doing the push-ups and he rolls out and dies immediately yeah, yeah. like that's funny too yeah. you know like there's just bits where and then it's just like oh, when he it. tackles uh rita and he's like oh i'm hit yeah uh, I'm I'm hit. Hit. is like, there a lot uh, of blood are you just taking my battery are you taking my battery <laughs> <laughs> it's great it's so fun um, and just like the also like the the montage of like him progressively getting more capable, I think is done so well in the editing. Like when he finally just, saves her from the plane, that that's a great yeah. one. But like even just like you know when he first falls and falls flat on his face, and then like there's that one time where he he like lands like superhero the hero pose, pose, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, he's learning, baby. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, when he starts calling out J Squad on their shits, like yeah, something wrong with your suit. There's a dead guy in it. Yeah. And he's like, uh, it's like <laughs> taking yeah, it back. Yeah, that's what I was going <laughs> to. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. This guy's for real. <laughs> this guy's got a thousand yard stare that makes him seem like he's Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. Yeah. I also love like the Emily Blunt training like montage mm-hmm. where 
you know, we, we've set up this idea that like if you're injured, you basically should just die and restart. Yeah. And so like uh, one of my favorite parts is where she's like, all right, you're like Your restart. He's like, he's like, no, no, I'm fine. He's I'm like, fine. Oh, oh, he's like, oh, God, please. No. Yeah. The, and the more he does it. Oh, he's such a good actor because yeah. the more he does it, the further and further away he gets, mm. you know, like he's he gets that. He gets the thousand yard stare. Yeah. Like, and it happens, it doesn't happen immediately. It happens more and more gradually. And until the, until there's like this final moment where, uh, he's just like doing, he's basically doing a Kubrick stare. Mm. Yeah. Well, there's, so there's the, the whole bit in the farmhouse, right? Yeah. Where like it, the movie settles down a little bit. And, and that's where he's like, past the thousand yard yes. stare. Yes. And and now he's basically like, I can't save you. Like yeah. he's you know, he's revealing this like like every time this is as far as you go. The only yeah. thing we haven't tried is if you go back to the farmhouse and just wait. Yeah. And she refuses because she's like, I'm a soldier, I'm gonna fight. And then uh that's one of my favorite bits too, is like after that moment, you know, the she dies again mm-hmm. and then he resets and then he's just got this this thousand yard story where he's just like, I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Like he watches people die on the beach and doesn't try and save them anymore, you know? He's and he's just walking and just like I don't know, it's just like He doesn't really... even bring her. No, yeah, yeah that's he's, right. That's the moment done. where he's like he's like, I'm not even gonna go and like talk to her this time. Like yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna try and do it myself. And yeah. And he makes it, it. works. It, it works yeah. really well. And she was holding him back. Well <laughs> that was the that was the whole problem in the first place. He didn't realize that like they were being tricked the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. They were being led to a trap. It's a tarp. Yes. Also, I love the design of the alphas. I love yeah. the mimics. I love the... I love the. I mean, the mimics, yeah. We'll like, call them the general. beta cucks and the alphas. <laughs> um, of course, yeah. But the alphas who just like have their mouth open the whole time. They're awesome. <laughs> and they're just like... <laughs> it's so creepy. And like, I don't know. And they're like the way they like turn their head and stuff. Yeah, totally. is so sharp. Like, I don't know. It's a really well-designed scary alien. It yes. really feels like some designer just was like, I'm going to do a like a... Jackson Pollock of a <laughs> of like uh, of an alien. I'm just gonna yeah. throw paint at a canvas and yeah. then try and turn that into something that moves. Yeah, and it's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's super dope. Um, oh shit, I was gonna say something that was really good too. Uh-oh. Oh, it's gone forever. No, it's gone. Yeah. No, you'll never say anything good ever again. No, it's, it's true. Uh, <laughs> it's gone. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. Um, so, oh, sorry. Oh. I do remember um, in the in the farmhouse mm-hmm. when the when they're when he's trying to convince Blunt, um, she's so stubborn in yeah. in the movie. She's such a badass, and that giving that character that trait allows you as a allows Macquarie as a writer to use one of Tom Cruise's greatest tools in his actor tool bag, which mm-hmm. is. Trying to convince someone to do something. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You go back to no, no, no. Listen to yes. me. You no. Help me. <laughs> help you. <laughs> help me. Help you. It's the Jerry Maguire thing. We yeah. keep going back. That is the Rosetta Stone of Tom Cruise. <laughs> if you can get him to do one of the things that he does in Jerry Maguire in any of his action movies, you're going to elevate that picture. Yes. Mm. And just by getting him to do two things, which is A, be naturally silly and funny, mm-hmm. and convince Emily Blunt to try and fail yeah. to convince Emily Blunt to do things. Uh, 
more 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 to convince her not to not do to things, do things, right? Like yeah. to be like, yeah. just chill. It's the help me help you, yeah, thing. Yeah. Like just please listen. Like you're going to die if you do this. I've been Don't here. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the. It's the, I don't know what I'm dealing with. (laughs) What am I dealing with? (laughs) Nuclear bomb is something you tell me, or you bother me with. (laughs) Um, I gotta rewatch that movie. Fuck. It's so good. How many times have you seen it? Just the once. Just the once? Yeah. Oh, you gotta see it again. It like went, like Oppenheimer ate its lunch. Yeah, that's true. Pushed it out of theaters, so it wasn't playing as often. Maybe they'll Top Gun it. I that, doubt I, it. I would love that, but yeah, I, I, don't. I, I don't. Why? What is I mean, playing they, in IMAX? They anymore? might do it. They might do it like when the second one's finally gonna possibly come out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like once, Rogue, uh, sorry, Dead Reckoning Part Two is on its way, they might yeah. re-release uh, the first yeah, one yeah, as yeah. like a a lead into it. But I'd go see the both on the same night. I would absolutely Hell do yeah. that. That would be so fun. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Great movie. Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it it does, like, when, when he gets to that point with the thousand-yard stare on the beach, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, this is a definitive shift. Um, And he realizes that he's been trapped, and he's got to go back to, what's the guy's name? Noah, the British guy who wants to mm-hmm. poke him with the thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, Noah Hawley. Noah Hawley, yeah. I, no, wait. No, no. Wait. He's a poor man's Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> Wait. Noah Hawley is the creator of Fargo. Yes. I'm confusing him. It's something similar, though. Hold on. I'm going to get it. It's right here. And it's not Noah Weil. No. Because that guy Noah is... Taylor. Noah Taylor. Yes. The poor man's Ben Mendelsohn. Ben um, Mendelsohn. Who I will always know as uh, tech support from Vanilla Sky. <laughs> He's Another in great. Vanilla Sky. He plays tech support. <laughs> he plays a minor role when... Uh, the, the spoilers for Vanilla Sky. The reveal at the end is like you're in you're in a dream or whatever, and he's like, "I'm tech support. I'm here to help you and explain to you what this world is." Oh, and they're great. in an elevator, and he just like does exposition for a while. And you know what? It's pretty good. I've seen that movie <laughs> three times, like movie. and I could not tell you a damn thing about it other than he runs through Times Square. He does, and they I, shut down I've Times Square for reels. And is when you blow someone, it means yes. something. Yeah, it's Tom Cruise. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, she did swallow his cum. Yes. Um, <gasps> that's in the movie. Cameron Diaz says Cameron that. Cameron Diaz says that to Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um, I have a weird soft spot for that movie, but I don't think it's a good movie. <laughs> uh, it's just It was the perfect era of like young Alan getting into film. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, totally. Like not, like not movies, but film. film. Like I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm an artistic man now. Yes. And Vanilla ah. Sky was like the perfect mix of like, I Movie prefer... star Tom Cruise, weird premise and like psychological esoteric bullshit mm-hmm. that when it reveals all this stuff, I'm like, whoa, I didn't know films could do that kind of thing, you know? Right. So, uh, again, soft spot, but I prefer probably Vanilla movie. Sky to Minority Report. Excuse me. <gasps> yeah, that's a bad take. <laughs> that's a bad take. A bad... And that is definitely not a Greg take. So no. I knew you were joking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Minority Report's great. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, it's a, an incredible film. Um, maybe I'll say it. One of Spielberg's best. Oh yeah, it's up there. It's probably a top five. Yeah, for me. And that's like saying a lot because he makes very good movies <laughs> consistently. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all of his. Movies? We all saw the Fable. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a career of twenty-five directorial movies, more than that now. Uh. 
Yeah. Not one of them is unwatchable. Agreed. No. The well, worst the worst one is the BFG. The BFG maybe. is not unwatchable. It's not well, unwatchable, but it's I'm just saying it might be the closest one. Yeah, I think his three worst movies are uh Lost World, uh BFG and Hook. Ooh, and I and again Hook is a soft spot. I have a big soft yeah. spot for Hook, but yeah. there's a big problem with Hook and it's the whole second act. <laughs> Is that like, so like once they get to Neverland, but Peter still doesn't think he's Peter Pan? Once they get to is Neverland that... and he hooks up with the Lost Boys. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then I'm just like, the movie kind of, this yeah. is ruined. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the whole like, you're doing it, Peter. Just like, go die. <laughs> I always really wanted to eat that food. Yes. Yeah. It's it ju- looks delicious. It's just like it looks like delicious plasticine. Play-Doh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Play-Doh. It's Play-Doh food. It's perfect for a food fight. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nuclear I think, pudding. I think Ready Player One is one of his worst movies, too. But... I think that's a bad take. <laughs> Mark Rylance is in that movie. Yeah, and he's is, not very is it good. Ben Mendelsohn in that movie? <laughs> no, you're thinking of Mark Rylance. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. Ben, Mend- ben Mendelsohn might, might be in that movie. Um, I honestly can't <laughs> yeah, remember. Be. I saw it Maybe in he plays the Iron Giant. I don't know. <laughs> I saw it in theaters with our good friend Camille, and uh, we both walked out being like, that was fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine is, um, you know. Yeah, fine the is best, not what the Spielberg best, is going exactly. for. And it's the best he could do with that material, because I don't know if you've read the book. The book is dog shit. Yes. Um, so well, it was clear by the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best parts of the movie are things not in the book. Yes. So, anyway. Uh, Ready Player One, maybe we'll talk about on this list. <laughs> We're never going to talk about Ready Player One. No. Yeah, this is it. I'm never going to talk about Ready Player One. So, Allie, what about Ready Player Two? Do you know that? that Coming exists? out. Boo. <laughs> Allie. Um, More like Ready Player Poo. Ah, I got him. Before we move on to our game. <laughs> yeah, what? I want to... I, I just want to like... A game of scruples? Nah. nah. <laughs> A... Um, a question that we that we like to ask here um, is why did this make it so far up the list for you? In like particularly, like what's your what was your if you can remember your feeling when mm. you first saw the movie, and has it grown in your esteem since? Uh, I think it it has not grown in. I I always liked this movie the exact same amount. <laughs> <laughs> um, I there's so much that I like about this movie. I love sci-fi. I love Tom Cruise. I love Emily Blunt. Um, I love the... uh, Yeah, I love the alien stuff. I love the mech suits. Um, Yeah, it just like, it hits a... It's the center of a lot of Venn diagrams for me of like things that I enjoy. Um, It's got a ton of anime influence, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. So... Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is one of the other changes is the mech suits, uh, like, are kind of determined to be like shitty mm. in the in the original novel. Um, mm-hmm. It's like that's why the uh, the woman character and she has a different name in the in, mm-hmm. in the novel um, uses a, a sword, mm. um, and then the uh, the other the Tom Cruise mm-hmm. character basically starts to learn to use a i think he's like a hammer or something it might be a sword as well but like they basically realize to fight these things like the mech suits like jam and run out of ammo so quickly and like all this there's all these problems that like they realize it's better to just learn how to fight hand to hand and so which uh is like yeah kind of hinted at in the movie with the best weapon is training that's right (laughs) 
but the movie does a great job of being like, no, the suits are great. Nobody knows how to use yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except yeah. for Rita. Because yeah. the best weapon is training. Is training. Um, is friendship. Yeah. Yeah, so I just like, I really enjoy, I think I saw it in the theaters like twice. I, it's one of those movies that I'm like, yeah, I could, I could watch that movie right now. It doesn't really matter what's going on. I think I remember we watched this twice in theaters. Yeah. Like, we just, I just said that, Greg. Like, but I was with you both times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that's cool. I think yeah. I think I saw it in theaters, but I don't remember to be honest. Mm. Mm. Might have been a DVD for me. We probably saw it like in in the big ones, and then we probably went to the movie mill and saw yeah. it again. Nice. Hell yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, it's good, and I think like all of the performances are good. I think it looks great. Um, and I do like the third act where they go to the Louvre and get the team together. Yep. It is a nice change of scenery. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it that. Yeah. And like I said, the fact that they're now out of the loop definitively. Yes. Right. So they're again, the stakes are that. So it's like, they got to, this is the mission. They have to do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, that's cool. That's cool. I just, I do think it's a little long. That was, I think that's my only complaint mm. with it is not mm-hmm. the concept or the anything, but just like it goes on a bit too long when I'm already like. I, I've been with the movie for quite a while now, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I, this, this is a good time to wrap things up, and you yeah. know what I mean. Uh, I do lo- also love the moment where he drops the grenade pack or whatever, mm-hmm. and then gets stabbed immediately, mm-hmm. but then he like turns around and like reveals all the pins, yeah. like like a, like a fuck you to the alpha. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's it's a great like Tom Cruise moment. He does that in other movies too, doesn't he? Yeah, I'm sure he's got a moment like, like reveals that. pins. The, well, Suckers. I'm thinking of a sp- it might not be a Tom Cruise movie at all, but I'm thinking of a specific movie. Where a character does that exact thing, not underwater, but like they reveal like all the pins, and then the guy realizes like his suit is covered yes. in grenades. Yeah, and the guy kicks him away, and he explodes. Is that Mission Impossible Two? No, oh, man. If it was, that'd be really fun. It's not. It's not Mission Impossible Two. I don't think it's a Tom Cruise, but it might be because like I don't know. That's just. I like... mean, does that happen in The Rock? Maybe, maybe? it's that. Yeah, maybe it's that. Maybe that. It's anyway. definitely an action movie that is good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And it's a great moment. Yes. I remember yeah. that because you're like, hey, I know what that hey. means. They're going to explode soon. You're going to explode. You're going to explode. <laughs> that actually kind of happens in The Kingsman, The Secret Service. Okay. The first Kingsman sure. movie. A movie that I rewatched recently and was very annoyed by. Oh. Huh. <laughs> but it's featuring Greg's lookalike, Taron Edgerton. That's right. Yeah, I guess so. Um, everyone knows that's who I classically look like. <laughs> It is now. Yeah. My, my cousin was like, yeah, Greg kind of looks like uh, like the, the, what, that one guy. Taron Edgerton. Yeah. Taron Edgerton. Do you mean Taron Edgerton in Rocket Man? <laughs> <laughs> no, he meant Taron Edgerton in Eddie the Eagle. What? <laughs> that's a good one. I'll take that. I'll take that. He's very cute in that movie. Yeah. Um, that's maybe my favorite Taron Edgerton movie. Me too. It's a really good movie. Is it your favorite Calgary Olympics movie? Uh, There's a cool runnings. Um, cool runnings, baby. I think it's Eddie the Eagle. Or the cutting edge. No, I think it's Eddie the Eagle. Yeah, I think that's my favorite Calgary Olympics. What about movie. Go for Gold, Audrey Fan? That would be a great trilogy. <laughs> the Calgary Olympics Let's do trilogy. the Calgary Olympics oh trilogy. <laughs> I think we solved it. I, I guess we did. <laughs> 
There you go. Cutting edge is, Cutting a, edge. is a Calgary Olympics? I believe Olympics? so, yeah. It's Fuck, a figure, yeah. figure skating at Fuck, the Calgary yeah. Olympics 88, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But yes, they should Never make a goal for gold Audrey Fam movie. Yeah. That'd be great. That would be good. Yeah, that'd be a very good movie because you would be in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. What are, What is the game we're playing? What is the game we're playing? Yeah, uh, what's the game? So, Allie, uh, is this your first appearance? Uh, uh, we do. Uh, we try to do a game at the end of each of these mm-hmm, related mm-hmm. to the movie we watched. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this one is called uh, Stuck in the Loop. Oh. Uh, I'm going to give you the year of a film. Oh, I'm going to be bad at this. And Just uh, give me you're gonna try and No, you're going to try and guess uh, what film it is. Uh-huh. Just based on the year and the fact that it's time loop. But if you don't get it right away, I'll give you the actor who is stuck in the loop. Okay. So Does that make sense? They're all going to be time loop movies. Yes. Okay. All right. Number one, 1993. Groundhog Day. Correct. What? I thought it, I thought this was a game for me, Greg. Is this a game of speed? It is now. Should we say uh, ding? <laughs> what? Let's say ding. All right. Yeah. Buzz in. Buzz in with your own name or ding or whatever. What are we talking about? We're buzzing in. You're going to get all of them. I'm not going to get all of them. <sighs> Um, but I did get that one. You got that one. It's the easiest one. That's why I started with it. It's Groundhog Day. Uh, Bill Murray is stuck in the time loop. Um, number two, 2011. 2011? Mm-hmm. There was a time loop movie that came out in 2011? There sure is. Person stuck in the loop? Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh. <laughs> did you say oh, this? ding. Yeah? Source code. It's source code. <laughs> oh, I wasn't... I'm, I was I wasn't thinking of that one. What that's, were you thinking of? That's a good movie though. Yeah, I like Source Code. That movie's fun. Yeah, I like it. Duncan Jones. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright just saying Source Code a lot. Yeah, he says it, it so well. I know. Yeah. What happened here is you're in the Source Code. You do a good right. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do like a a Jim Gordon Jeffrey Wright? Oh. <laughs> the Riddler. What does that mean? <laughs> That's great. Stool pigeon. Could that be it? <laughs> That's good. I get Alan and, and him mixed up all the time. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That was actually one of my favorite parts of The Batman is just the fact that it's like two gruff speaking people like yeah. talking for a long time. Like, yeah. like, what do you think that means? It's like, well, it could be this. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you too. Oh, somebody you get these love guys lozenges. Yeah. <laughs> I love how he just whispers the, the Pattinson's Batman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He lies still. That's what a liar does when he when he dies. He lies still. He lies still. That's Great. The, what a good choice. To the riddle. Yeah. And he walks away. And he walks like, and everyone's hey, looking at him. Is like, who hey, let the Batman yeah, what in? What the here? hell is this guy doing in here? <laughs> this is an active crime scene, <laughs> sir. You gotta what go. You? <laughs> you can't go in there. <laughs> Excuse me. That's the best part when the. At the time, police chief comes in. I love like, that What guy. the fuck is going on? <laughs> Who let this guy in here? <laughs> get this costume freak out of here. And you're like, yeah. Get out of <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Why would he be allowed? Anyway, source code. Good movie. Um, good movie. All right. Uh, number three from 2020. Ding. Yes. Palm Springs. It is Palm Springs. With what's his face? Andy, Andy Sam- Samberg. Yeah. And Kristen, Kristen Milioti. Milioti. Yeah. And J.K. Simmons. Simmons. All stuck in the loop. Yes. At different times. Um, a good movie. A yeah. great movie. Uh, all right. Next one. Getting a little trickier now. Oh. 2017. Huh? 
Jessica Roth. Oh, I know this one. I don't know who Jessica Roth is. Ding. Yes. Happy Death Day. Correct. Oh. A very good movie. Mm -hmm. Never seen it. Um, Really? I think you'd like it. I'm sure I would. Yeah. Yeah. It's very fun. Yeah. She's very winning. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Next one is from 2014, and it's Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke is in a time loop. And I know this movie. Ding. Yeah. Predestination. It is Predestination. <laughs> you mad a man. Absolutely wild film. Really? Have you guys seen I've not this? seen no. it. It's crazy. Twist. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Sure. Sarah Snook, Ethan Hawke, same person. What? They're the same person. Oh, <laughs> I wild. did know that. Yeah. That's it wild. is a batshit crazy movie. <laughs> That's not actually that bad. All right. I've been interested in seeing it. They're weirdly on Doug Loves Movies, which mm. I haven't really listened to anymore, but like there was a time where one of his guests would always recommend Predestination. <laughs> and he would get so he would come back on like months later and be like, Doug, have you watched Predestination? And he's like, No, I haven't. And he's like, Come on, man. Like and then it became a thing where Doug's like, I just don't want to watch it now, just to make you squirm. You guys <laughs> should see this movie because it's wild. Okay. Just how crazy this is and that it got money yeah mm-hmm. there you go that mm-hmm. it was made also the time travel device is a violin case it's fun that's pretty fun yeah uh all right next one is from 2017 and mm-hmm. it's zoe deutsch who's zoe deutsch zoe did you ever see uh setting what's it called set it up no a very winning rom-com i think is it about volleyball zoe, no it's but it should be it's got glenn yeah. what's his face from top gun Glenn Powell. Powell. Glenn Powell. Mm. Hangman. 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 Mm -hmm. And Zoe Deutsch. uh, So this this is what I know her from. The most is from, yes? Vampire Academy. No. No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But it's a rom-com and they they both work for, uh, like he he works for Lucy Liu and then she works for Tay Diggs, I think. Um, and those are their bosses, and they're trying to get their bosses together. Mm. Like, this is like, the time loop? No, no, sorry. This is okay. a different movie. Sorry. <laughs> like, this is a weird time loop movie. <laughs> it's, I mean, that would work as a time loop movie. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, they're trying to get their bosses together okay. uh, for, for different reasons, but then they fall in love themselves, mm-hmm, and it's really, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. it's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think probably a Netflix movie, you know, like yeah. dumped on Netflix, so like mm-hmm, no one really mm-hmm, talked mm-hmm, about it, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I think it's, uh, it's a cute one. Uh, but no, so I was just trying, if you knew that movie, that's how I know Zoe Deutsch. But anyway, she's in this uh, time loop movie from 2017. Uh, it's called Before I Fall. No. no. Don't Great. know that one. Great. Uh, next one is from 1998. And it's got Franca Potente. Who's that? Oh, she's, um, uh, she's, you know, she's in Blow. She's in The Born Identity. <laughs> and she's in this movie. She's in this movie from 1998. Um, that I still have never seen, but people this... really liked it. And I always said you should watch this, and I never did. Mm. Oh, ding! Yeah, is this Run Lola Run. It is Run Lola Run. What's that? You ever heard of this movie? No. All right, <laughs> <laughs> Alan. This is a bad game for me. Well, <laughs> I came up with it this morning, hungover. So. <laughs> You have to forgive me because I was struggling <laughs> to figure out what to do for a game with this one. We could have played a question. We could just play scruples. You're right. Uh, last one is Ka- is 2022. It's Kaylee Cuoco. Who's that? She's uh, Penny from uh, The Big Bang Theory. 
Greg's got a very confused face. <laughs> I will say the other person in this movie who's not stuck in the loop is Pete Davidson. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I think it's an Amazon exclusive original. Ew. I watched it. It was bad. <laughs> I have no idea. It's called Meet Cute. I was hoping it was like the flight attendant and that was like, uh, and you were like, ah, it's a miniseries. No. And then I was like, oh, is the flight attendant actually a time loop show? That'd that would fun. make me want to watch it. Yeah. yeah. Instead of just... Just a flight attendant. Just a flight attendant. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. So I have to explain. So I, uh, when I was in this cabin in Pincher Creek, uh, uh, I brought a bunch of board games. I bought this used board game called A Question of Scruples. It is from 1984. And it's just a bunch of like moral questions. Yeah. For when you want to ask them both. Hang out with your friends and (laughs) find out if they would mercy kill a baby. (laughs) Which is a real question in scruples. That's wild. Anyway. Uh, All right. So the question is, you suspect the cleaning woman is sipping your booze when you are out. Funny that they're assuming we have cleaning women. Uh-huh. Uh, and booze. You, and booze. Do you mention it to her? Uh, do you tell the cleaning woman that we all have? Yeah. Uh-huh. Not cleaning person, cleaning woman. No, because, because in this universe, in, I'm, <laughs> in this universe, I'm wealthy enough to afford someone to clean my house. Yep. I am wealthy enough to afford alcohol. You see, in this question, I love that you're thinking that this is at the house. I'm thinking this is, I'm Don Draper now, and this is in my office on Madison Avenue. Well, look, if we're talking about that, I would not be allowed in that office. I would be the cleaning woman well, sipping your You could be Peggy's. <laughs> yeah, Peggy's. be a trailblazer. Peggy's white. That's a good point. Um, so in that case, yes, I would mention it. I would get her fired. Wow. All right. <laughs> I'm putting myself in the headspace right, of the character. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I would, uh, I would mention it to her, but I would be like, "Hey, like, if you want some, just ask me. <laughs> it's cool. I'm not mad. Just let me know. Like, I don't give a shit. I have yeah. so much booze. Yeah, I'm rich. Yeah, <laughs> I don't pay you enough. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> I made thirty six bottles of wine the other day. <laughs> thirty six bottles. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, right. Well, well, that was fun. There you go. Scruples. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for coming on the show, Allie. You're welcome. Are well, you kicking me out now? No, we're just... We're done. <laughs> oh. The podcast yeah. is done. Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's how most podcasts end, right? Like, you yeah. say, thanks for coming, and please leave. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We have more to talk no, about. Um, I live here, though. <laughs> we'll be... Um, You'll be back on the show pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. Not for for movies that we'll never talk about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but thank you so much for coming on for this first one. Our first dive into Tom Cruise. Yay! And maybe, uh, our maybe, last. Our last. maybe our last. Maybe our last. You never know. know. You don't know. Yeah. All right. You never know. That's the way things I go. Know. Maybe The Mummy 2017 is on this list. You don't fucking know. Hey, I liked that movie. <laughs> I don't think you did. What are you talking about? I saw it. Yeah, you saw it. I'm seeing now it's number one on your list. What? Hey. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, that's it. You can find us on the socials, uh, kind of. Uh, but mostly yeah. you can email us at badneighborspod. What? Hmm? That's not where they can email Oops, us. The hammock district on third at gmail.com. <laughs> Numerical three. I'm hungover. Great. 
You can find I us on the socials yet. at Bad Neighbors Pod. That's right, I man. There we go. And yes. now Alan needs to go eat some I food. I really need to eat. Some Thank you so much for listening to uh, soak up the booze still in my system. Okay. Thanks, everyone, and as always, bye. 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 <laughs>